welcome to Quantum of Misses, the James Bond podcast that experiences 007 the old-fashioned way, in a random order designed to mirror the whims of the ITV schedulers in the 80s and 90s. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Our second podcast on... Never, never say never again. Never, never say never again. Uh, did it live up to the first part? Oh, it out, outshone the first part, I think. <laughs> Even with its uh, uh, lengthy underwater sequences. Always a bit of a killer. It, is quite, it does slow it down a bit, doesn't it? But there wasn't there that. There wasn't too long each mm-hmm. bit, so that was okay. Yeah. So, where to begin? Well, why don't we just start off where we picked off in the uh, war game? The name game. of the game is. Domination! So yes, they have this crazy computer game that physically hurt you when you lost. Does James Bond play computer games? He does everything. He's James Bond. I, th- I think computer games seem to be the absolute opposite of what James the, Bond does. But that was the suggestion, was he wasn't good at it initially, but he adapted and learnt it very yes, quickly. very cause, quickly. Because he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. As well as being, you know, the big thing of the time. Being computer games, so therefore yeah. Bond will have a computer game. I, I think, I think, I think the Eon series was uh, quite right never to go down that route, or mm. they were lucky that, that these guys got in first. Yeah. So ultimately, um, Bond won the computer game. Yes. Which has a, the problem of all depictions of computer games is watching people play computer games is quite dull, or at least it used to be until YouTube turned up, and now it's like a multi-million-dollar industry. Don't you go off on one of your rants? Yes, okay, fair enough. Um, but the what I noticed was the value of countries was quite low. Four thousand pounds for Spain. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen thousand for Japan though. Woo-hoo. Four times as valuable. And as then three hundred forty-five thousand for the whole world. That was the rest of the world. Yes, they'd already done sixty-seven thousand or something. That's true. So. Um, but Bond, Bond was obviously just trying to play a power game. Yes. And gave away all the money, uh, not to the children orphan charity, mm-hmm. but instead back to Largo in exchange for one dance with Domino. Domino. Now, Domino is worried about James getting hurt. Is oh, that, during the game, yes. yes. Is that based on, like, one dodgy massage? And a little chat afterwards. Did they? I can't remember. Yeah, that. and the fact that she knows that at this point she knows, well, she probably already knows how far Largo might go in these kind of situations, but she's yeah. now pretty sure that he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So when Aunt Bond said, I'll trade it all for one dance with Domino, did you think you were going to see that dance? I thought maybe, but I didn't think it would be like a show dance. <laughs> Which it very much was. It was the tango. It was the tango. With everyone watching. And Bond was per- step perfect at it. We only saw him do like four steps. Well, he was pretty good at them, though. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was rubbish. And there's so many cuts to hit his top half mm-hmm. because his bottom half was not doing good, nice things. Well, apparently Connery trained quite hard to get to no, pick up the tango. I, I thought he could have picked it up a bit oh, more than okay. that. So uh, she was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and while he's doing the tango, he's also imparting information to her. Which yes, leads yeah. to such classic lines as "Your brother is dead. Keep dancing." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, having seen this happen, Largo, who is now we assume 
in rage with jealousy, mm. uh, orders Fatima Blush to kill him. One yes. more time, kill him. Yes. And she trips down the stairs. Weird, like, euphoria. <laughs> She's crazy nutcase as well. I mean, that's why they would make a good yeah. couple. So I, I think that's the point at which this the sort of production of this film just goes, screw it, we're a camp film now. Yeah. And everything that, anything can happen now. I mean, her, her outfits were kind of pointed towards that anyway. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the uh, Bond in the 70s house. Yes. Of many stairs. We're yeah. that it's not actually that many stairs, just the same stairs shot from lots of different <laughs> angles. <laughs> in a kind of Isha way, because yes. he's going up, going down, and all that kind of stuff. And he hears a noise, mm-hmm. and wonders and goes, Nicole? Which, Which you instinctively <laughs> said. Papa. <laughs> and given that he is, it cannot be escaped. Old enough to be her father, mm. that's very likely. Uh-huh. Now, I, I couldn't quite work out. I mean, he was thinking something on under these sheets that didn't look like a big lump. And then it was like a water. And I, I couldn't work out what that was. I think the idea is that it was a waterbed. Oh, that popped. Which had been burst and she had been drowned in the water. But it, it was like a see-through waterbed. Yeah, I think the water. I think the water. Would imagine that the waterbed um, container yeah. was in this glass frame. Okay. I don't know why you need a glass frame. Yeah, that would seem to be ridiculous. But so therefore, when mm. uh, he when it was popped, she was then drowned in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as Fatima blushes, just leaving, so mm-hmm. off he goes after her using the super duper. Oh, I, I've got that part. He was eating an apple. He was. Now, when he thought, oh, wait a minute, there's someone here serious, why didn't he just put the apple down? Why do you feel they need to spear it on a statue spike? Well, I was putting it down. What I wondered was when he was creeping about as if to try and stalk whoever might be in the in the house, I know you already said Nicole, so they already knew he was there, but then he kept eating the apple very loudly yeah. uh, to give them a clue as to where he might be if mm-hmm. they were still there. Mm-hmm. Um... Yes, but then he does, he grabs the bike out of the polystyrene. I mean, you think you would, he would have taken it out of the polystyrene by now to be, you know, I don't, think had, I don't think he had a chance to test okay. it yet. all right. Um, and then he get he chases, I mean, I would say, you know how I say the car chases go on a bit, mm-hmm. but I do, do quite like the bike chase, especially with her being so manic and going, leave him to me, here's mine, mm-hmm. and driving around in that... Um, Fiat or whatever it yeah. was. And then Arena, they, I think. Yeah, they got him into a tunnel and they thought they had him trapped in the lorry. Yes. But then he sped out over top of all of the, the cars. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then chasing... I think what's good about that, Chase, is that the, the sort of situation changes yeah. every sort of maybe sort of 30 it's seconds probably or why so. I didn't get so bored yeah, with so it. Yeah, so you don't yeah. get bored with it, yeah. And then there's a sort of head-off in the... Um, well, he starts chasing her. Well, he always was chasing her. Yeah, that's true. But just didn't that's want to true. be in a corner. Um, but yeah, then then he chases her into this sort of disused storehouse yeah, thing at the at the, at the um, docks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now, can we take a moment <laughs> to enjoy her outfit at this point, which, using similar materials to the Binbag Clown. <laughs> She's turned into some kind of iridescent pirate. <laughs> the iridescent pirate. Love it. But what is that about? I think that's just um that's just, you know, this is this is it's the early eighties. Yeah. 
this is sort of to some extent this is high fashion. Um, it, 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 to be honest, at the point at which she dies, which comes up soon, you do feel a bit of the energy goes from the film because she's not in it anymore. Mm. I think. So I mean, I she, think she is a great baddie. More power to her. I and think. and this is you know you could really see the craziness in her eyes when he, she tries to make him write down that he was she was the best sex he's ever had. The greatest rapture ever afforded me. What was the greatest rapture ever afforded you? I don't know, but you weren't there. <laughs> well, there was this girl in Philadelphia. <laughs> Not even when a we British were, girl. When we were in Philadelphia, was that remember that great big old magnetic storm? Maybe oh, that yes. was the greatest rapture. Maybe that was Bond having his greatest rapture that caused that. Independence Hall. Maybe we called it Independence Hall. Uh, but she was crazy, um, and lots of the shots of her crazy eyes and all that yep. was quite effective. But then he shot his pen into her. Into her. There's a long time when she was realising she wasn't dead that she could have shot the gun, mm-hmm. but she didn't. But then it blew up. That was a bit gory. Yeah, but that was yeah. That, but I think we're supposed to think that was it, it didn't work properly. It was a blow up an impact. Yeah, I know. But in fact, it had like a fuse. But a bigger question than that was, mm. it turned out that Felix had been watching all that. Yes. So all the time that that Heath, the Felix, thought that Bond was entirely disarmed, he didn't think to use that moment. Yes. <laughs> no, he just let that carry on. Yes. Even after the seemingly huge gadget had uh, had messed up. Yeah. Where, when mm. she had plenty of time to shoot the gun. Yes. You think Felix might have stepped in at that yeah, point? At that yes. point, no. But no, he didn't. No. Mm. And they have to then escape incognito because the French police are so surrounding this what area. what best solution? Take all your clothes off. Well, not all their clothes I, off. I, I think it was... A, it, it was quite effective, actually. It was quite solution. But um, reminiscent of another film oh, in which it? two people... Have to escape incognito. Another film also uh, with is it a carry on film? Writing close with writing input from Dick Clement and Ian Lafreny. What's that? Uh, the film of porridge. Uh, in the film of porridge, they accidentally escape, and then in order to get back, Fletcher pretends to be a trainer of Godbar who's boxing. Yeah. Uh, um, and of course, the other joke from porridge, which is reused in this film, is I'm giving you a urine sample. Can you fill this? Well, from here. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you can plagiarise yourself, that's okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it is quite interesting now to watch Ronnie Barker doing 007 jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, anyway, so they escape, off they go. And then the next scene is um, Felix and Bond are scuba diving around Largo's boat. Mm-hmm. And then this thing opens and Bond sneaks in. But Felix doesn't make it in time. No. So Bond is on the boat and he thinks he's creeping up through to sneak onto the boat and he opens the thing and the butler's there going, Largo's expecting you. So, oh, okay. Okay, he plays along with it. Mm-hmm. And Largo says it's a bit early for lunch. Because he's invited them to lunch at the casino. Oh, is that? Ah, yeah. I see, okay. But, you know, not too early for a vodka martini, it seems. <sighs> no. What have you got to lose at that point? Exactly. Well, okay, it's funny, they, they keep up that pretense when it's like, 
Yeah, but you know I was trying to spy on your boat. You probably yeah. know I'm a spy. You yeah. probably know that I know that you're a master criminal. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing here? Because he's crazy. He's he's playing with her, him like a yes. like a cat will play with a mouse. Mm-hmm. So he underestimates the power of old man Connery. Old man, certainly the word. <laughs> um, and then we get um, what's her name again? Domino. Domino. Passenger. Yes, unnecessarily wearing a see-through leotard. I, I wonder if you might um, notice that. There's an interesting phenomenon about this film, which do, is that, do, do, do. <laughs> which is that that scene on every single VHS copy of it's this film is worn down a bit. And I mean, I know when I recorded it from the TV, that the, the sort of fuzziness of the picture, etc., was not there on broadcast. But within couple of days it, it emerged <laughs> on the tape because I don't know what's up with that bit it's like, it's like a cursed bit of film mm. very strange very strange <laughs> and um, then she tells him that they're heading towards Palmyra yes um, and then he knows he's being spied on so he kisses her to get a reaction mm-hmm. and but also because um, he wants to oh, it's a bit creepy that actually <laughs> just just fuck you now. Twenty odd films in. He's a bit creepy no, that guy, Bob. I think it's the age gap as well. Oh, all right. Kind of like, Has this just struck you twenty odd films in? <laughs> I know. Um and uh, so he gets a message out to his um back to base about mm-hmm. the fact they're they're heading towards Palmyra. Um and witnesses Largo going mad. In the thing, and also Largo's in in the dance, in studio, dance studio with the loud music, so doesn't realise there's an alarm going off, which is why Bond gets in to give the message. No, he does know the alarm goes off because the because the alarm goes off. This is not very clear, I think, in the film, but because the alarm goes off, Largo can't get out of the dance studio. The doors are, are locked. Ah, uh, that makes a bit which more I think sense. Is then. Partly why he then goes mad because he realises Bond has outsmarted him uh, and see. he's probably watching him. Although I did wonder why doesn't he go and attack the mirror to his Perving chamber. Because he knows that he could get out that way. Couldn't well, and then he would get Bond. Yeah. Wait, does he know that Bond's there? I think he must have a reasonable yeah. idea. Um, so then Bond gets captured, and so does she. Yes. Um, and Bond is tied up in some oldie world dungeon. Mm-hmm. Although, just before that, on the Bond fashion front, you only see a glimpse of it. But when they first arrive in North Africa, Bond is wearing a polo shirt, my, one of my favourite uh, items, that is grey and yellow striped and says nothing so much as Sean Connery, early 80s at the golf club. <laughs> yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. But you only, you only see he's only wearing it for that very short period of time mm-hmm. before. It's not, the, it's, not the, it's not the clothes that they give him on the boat and it's not the clothes, the, the camouflage outfit that stupidly they dress him up with. Uh, when they capture him, when they chain him up. Oh, yeah. It's in between those two. That's true. So where does that change of clothes come from? Anyway, yes, he's chained up inside. In inside. The high, du- high dungeon. And, and so Largo decides to, you know, info dump where one of the bombs are to him. Yes. Because he, he's so confident he won't mm-hmm. escape. But not tell him where the other bomb is. Well, I think that's, I think that's quite good. But yeah. he's like, well, you're, you're, okay, I think he thinks he's won then. First one's in Washington. And the second one, no, I'm not going to tell you now. Because you might get free. Yes. Uh, but in fact, the second bomb is there with them right now. Mm. At that point. Yeah, that's um, and then they 
I, you know, the girl's tied up on a, not tied up, put up on a post. No, she's she tied, is tied up. up, yeah. And you think, I thought she was going to be stoned or something like that. But it's slightly worse. She is sold. That will be later on. Yes. And, and she's revealed to be wearing nothing more than a slip. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get all very excited about that, which is all the whole world wrong. Yes. And it's and, a bad villain, so why not? Yeah, it's also vaguely racist in that it's like, what, what was the worst thing that happened to women in North Africa? She will be. She, these, mm. these men will buy her. Um, although, of course, they are meant to be bad men. You know, mm. even you know they're not meant to be representative of all North African men. No. Um, and we didn't see any belly dancing. No, no, we did not. But we did see a bit of belly from a little word about the the auctioneer slash guard mm-hmm. with his little parasol and his ill-fitting suit and he his small. He looks like someone. Alexis Hale. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I do kind of, my life still would have been just about coming mm. through at this point. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he was definitely a little character all of his own there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bond manages to escape with the use of his... Laser watch. Laser watch. And a very clever uh, hanging out the... Uh, out the window so the yeah. guard looks over and then he can get out again. Because obviously mm-hmm. the door's locked, so that's very clever. So then he does get out. He gets out. And oh, and we see that the warhead is on the boat, and yes. he's, uh, Largo's getting away and says, "Cover it up." Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets on a horse and rides past and saves her. Mm-hmm. And then her stunt double looks nothing like her. <laughs> I was looking more at his stunt double; it was nothing like him. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, and then they just ride off the top of a tower on a horse. Yes. Into the water. Something that got this film into a lot of trouble. Because the horse would have hurt, been hurt. Yes, because the shot where the, the horse lands in the water, it lands on its back. Ah. Um, and I think, I, I think I'm right in saying this is the last mainstream film that didn't get a no animals were harmed in the making of this film uh, message on it. Right. Um, because although they claimed that no animals were harmed and that the horse you saw swimming away was the horse and it had been mm. trained up, etc., um, they couldn't convince the British uh, Board of Film Classification specifically um, that that was the that that actually was the case. I see. Um, so yes, yeah, so but they do that. Then they then they get into like this is actually quite tense because then they're still in trouble because the guys are all shooting at them from the battlements. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how are they ever going to get well, out of this? there's a wee boat that they can kind of hide behind. Well, they're going to hold the boat, aren't they, by shooting yeah. at it? But then, da 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 Now, the the army, or navy, whoever, turn yeah. up. <laughs> the navy. Somebody's <laughs> generally operated by navy. I know, I know. A they submarine t- turns up. And and I was thinking, you know, maybe some stealth mission to give them cover and, and get them back to the submarine. But no, they, they put great big holes through a historic monument. Yeah, which kind of makes you wonder. I wonder if that, you know, how often might that happen in real life? Because wouldn't the whoever, whatever government have something to say about the US Navy firing on them? Or, and, you know, one assumes that this could be smoothed over by the uh, transfer of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, but you do wonder, I wonder how often that actually does happen that, you mm. know, we, some superpower opens fire on a historic monument and then just covers it all up. Mm. But anyway, they are taken on board the uh, US submarine. And they have a shower together. Mm-hmm. Though, weirdly, she is in the shower with a towel on her head. Yeah. Who has a shower with a towel on the head? Mm. Wonder, which just makes you wonder, why was that? 
Her hair must have already been done. Or she just didn't want to get it wet. Because, I mean, scene after scene of having wet hair, that's uh, kind of pretty miserable. So there we go. Yeah, possibly. And they get a message from M, who seems to be shouting as if he is trying to reach the submarine solely through the sound well, of his own voice. Well, you know, people of, that, via radio. people of that age do think you have to shout <laughs> down a telephone when it's far away. But, uh, yes, he's kind of warming to the idea that the double O's aren't all bad. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, even so, you're welcome to my club when you come back. And mm-hmm. he's not interested in that. But he, um, she does, Domino does say, you're going to go back for Largo. And he says, mm-hmm. yes. But she was like, but what about you? Yeah, but it's all about, I'm all about the mission in these days. Not like now, when I'm all about my own feelings. The mission comes first. But then um, they find the boat. But they can't f- get close enough because it's in the shallow waters. Mm-hmm. And they can't work out why they're here, but then they use her pendant as a map. Yeah. Which kind of thought those squiggly lines must have meant something. Something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the diamond pinpointed the point. I like the bit earlier on when, when she tells Bond about the pendant. And that it's very valuable. He goes, doesn't look it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, and there's an underground river. Yep. And we see the warheads going into the underground, or the warhead going in under mm-hmm. the ground in the river. So obviously this is a point at which it's going to be in the oil field mm-hmm. and cause ripples along the whole of the Maximum network. damage. Yes. Um, but how did Bond and Felix get there? Through the very top secret jetpack things. Yes. It's pretty cool though. They, well, they were cool, but... Totally unnecessary. Yeah, I know. They could have just swam <laughs> to the edge. Yeah. Um, and then they, um, so they, Felix and Bond go under the water. Um, mm-hmm. And then they, f- not only is their underground river, it's into this cave system, which mm-hmm. has got some very um, old statues and, you know, obviously it was a it's, place. It was like some sort of temple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Tears of Allah is a pool of fresh water that's in there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's what, how they're going to get the warhead to, as I said, to, to the right place. To the right place. Um, he. He. Bond. Bond. Pushes the head off the statue mm-hmm. to try and um, kill create some a diversion. People, create a diversion. And Felix is providing cover whilst backup is mm-hmm. coming. But Largo gets away into the underground river. And then blows up the passageway behind him, which makes me think. Oh, do you think he did that? Yeah. I thought that was just happening. As well, I thought that's what he was pressing the buttons on the thing was for. Well, that was arming the warhead. I thought he'd already done that. Anyway. Um, maybe maybe it was. But it made me think, was Largo planning to go with, you know, yeah. how was he going to get out? How was he going to get out, yeah. But there mm-hmm. must be a whole network of... of Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um, so then how is Bond going to get to Largo to stop him? Uh, oh, yeah, so... He goes back and, and the uh, the Navy just throw big bombs in there now that he's out. Yeah, um, all the henchmen. And then he gets hanging off a helicopter, goes down into the big well that we, yes. we saw earlier. Now, that is one bit where the jetpacks the jet set up the well, the idea that the well yeah, was there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but Bond dives down the well. Yes. And has a big underwater fisticuffs while the bomb circles above them because yes. the runner's been jammed. Eventually, the bomb actually traps uh, Largo, Largo against the wall mm-hmm. um, and we 
and Bonda's trying to disarm. Now you think, just kill Largo before you try and disarm the bomb. But I don't think at that point Bond has any way of killing Largo. Oh yeah, he's kind of lost his knife. Because he doesn't know about the harpoon gun that Largo picks off yes. the side of the so, uh, uh, one bomb carrying thing. Yeah, yeah, one thing. One time we think Bond's going to get it. Yep. And then the harpoon thing. It's fired, but it's actually Domino saving the day. Yeah. Good girl power and shooting the person who killed her brother. Mm-hmm. And um, and Duck Bond disarms the yes, the, so warhead. the world is saved. So the world is saved yet again, and Bond wins. And off they go for a little bit of rest and relaxation in the Bahamas. Just so we can or have... is it? Because someone is stalking them. Well, no, before that. Oh, what is it then? Just some unnecessary um, close-ups of Domino in a very unusual swimming costume. Well, that was so eighties. The the tiger face yes. on the front of it. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't need to see all of that. I, Blatant. I quite enjoyed it. I'm sure you did. <laughs> and um, yeah, so they're rest and relaxation, and he complains that he's being served a cocktail and all. Rather than a martini at five yes. o'clock. Um, but yes, they are being spied upon, but someone in a suit, so you know it's a good guy in the end, and this is just mm-hmm. a witty quip. And yes, it turns out to be Rowan Atkinson, and he gets pushed into the water. Mm-hmm. But he says, you've got to come back. M says, you must come back. The future of the safety of the world can't depends upon you. So M's changed his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bond says, never again. Never? Well, so is this effectively the end of Bond? Is that what this fake Bond film is trying to suggest. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You haven't got to one of my favourite parts of the film. Is it the wink? The wink. Now, the wink, as you might imagine, divides people right down the middle. You either love the wink or you hate the wink. Where are you on the spectrum? I think I love the wink. Yeah, you know you do. But it's not canon. (laughs) I think the idea is it kind of possibly leaves it open for them to remake Thunderball again. Um, but as I understand it from during the filming, Connery was pretty clear he was never coming back again. Mm. But at least this would mean he would never have to say never again. Never. Never say never again. Never. Never say never again. We love doing that. Do you think they love it as I much don't as know. we love it? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the music in this film is all over the place. Like, when he finds Nicole being killed, it then almost immediately goes into this jaunty chase yeah. music. Okay, it's kind of all over the joint, I have to say. Uh, it does suffer a bit a bit from that, I think. But but I, I, I'm glad they made it. Because it kind of like... It, Bonds often don't get... Or don't get a proper farewell. Oh, right. And this kind of gives Connery... Oh, that's what you mean, yeah. A sort of, that's it. Even even with the wink, um, you know, it does get... No, is it, is this it is closure, it. I'm yeah. done now. Uh, so I do like it from that point of view. So uh, shall we do the posters? Oh, yes, please. Oh, I know you love the posters. Uh, so here are now, bearing in mind that, you know, the big thing about this film was Connery's back. A lot of these posters major on Connery. It's Connery. Right, so here we go. This is like a teaser poster, just the basic, this is what's going to happen. Yes, so it's just Connery looking at the camera with a gun. Mm-hmm. That real gun looks like it's superimposed in the photo. Um, it might be slightly touched up. Oh, and then the same picture again. It's not quite the same picture if you look at his expression. They are slightly different. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. He's looking a bit older in colour. I don't mm-hmm. know why. And then the same picture again with the double O sequins at the back. Mm-hmm. And then the same picture again, but this time you've got... Well, we've, uh, we've, this has been made to look like it's a drawing now. Yes, and we... zoom in on bits of it. We've got... Uh, well, that doesn't look like Domino, but she's... Um, oh, I don't think that's a too bad I like. Uh, she's Kim got the... the, the we're on the Tiger print uh, bikini. There's the um, motorbike mm-hmm. over the car. There's the warhead under the What about the, the motorbike skidding under the lorry? That was pretty good. That, well, that's pretty standard, though, isn't it? Oh, I don't think so. I think that was fairly... And there's... There, there's some Egyptian... I think that's in the, that's in the temple. That's the kind of... It's mm, a bit of a stretch. Though. And then there's the um, iridescent <laughs> pirate. pirate. Right. Oh, and then... I would say similar, but it's not. The images are different. What's mm-hmm. this one? It's... I have no idea what that is. It's some kind of colourful truck thing. Yeah, I don't know what that comes from or anything like that. It's really weird. It's almost like a whole lot of shop signs, shop awnings piled on top of each other. But that doesn't happen in this film either. Um, and then, the, is that meant to be um, that's number her, 12? Yeah, which is water skiing. That's the water, so that's the bikini. Oh, uh, the bomb, yeah. And then there's the, the motorbike. And the I seem car. to have an encyclopedic knowledge of all the outfits that mm. the women wear in this film. And then there's them on the back of a horse being chased mm-hmm. by people. Horses are what you're there for. This one was never used. This is, I think, apparently for the German video release. Oh, they had the shark. I remember the shark. And then... <laughs> Not a memory tape. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. I know it was only yesterday. but. Uh, and then there's her in a bikini. Before the news, you mean? Sorry, before the news. <laughs> and then her right. in a white suit. I mentioned sweater. it once. Don't think anyone noticed it. <laughs> Motorbike, yeah. Same picture again with the tango and the women, or just lots of outfit. No, they are different women. They are different women. And then scenes from the film behind in some kind of collage. Mm-hmm. And the same picture, or oh, very similar. It's really either for the bike, I think, this one. But that's not the bike he had. Uh, I think it's it is. White. Oh, well, yes, different, it's painted differently. Well, there's also a problem, apparently, because when the bike arrived, it was matte black, and that doesn't photograph very well, so they had to pay to get it yeah. uh, repainted. And it was supposed to have wings, and they'd sort of got a whole storyboard bit of it sort of gliding. And then it was like, and then they, so they said to the guys who deliver the bike, where's the wings? And this is, oh, the production office told us to not bother with the wings because we told them it was going to be more expensive. And it's like, ah, I've got a couple of things. So, yes. So, th- this, is, this is the sort of more mainstream poster. Yeah, so the girls around him, the motorbike over the car, and uh, Largo ship. And what's this bit? The shocks. Uh, oh, and they've got the wee jetpack thing. Jetpack, yeah. And very similar one there. Okay, the... just cuts down. Although, see this woman here, over his shoulder. Don't know who on earth she's meant to be. That one. Yeah. I know she's, I mean, it's a red outfit. Yeah. But she's blonde, so it yeah, can't be... Um, she's there, oh, yeah, in the red outfit. Yeah, that's my blush. Oh, and then just women. Now, that that 80s outfit, mm-hmm. no one wears anything like that at any uh, point. She never wears leggings. Well, maybe she does when she's doing Not her dance. Yeah, maybe she does when she's doing the dance the first time in the mm. studio. She doesn't wear that, those colours, though. The thing to notice on this one is... Um, his his lapels. Those are guns. Are guns. The fact he looks more like Clive James than Sean Connery should probably. I be, know, uh, and it's kind ignored. of weird how his suit is like been cut out. Yeah. So he just looks like a levitating head. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and this is him. With, He's standing up this time. He is standing up, and and we get the you, only you get sighting Largo. of Largo. Yes, on this one. And then you get this 
outfit, which I'm sure I would have remembered the blue version of the clown outfit in trouser form. Oh, I think she does wear that at one point. With a wee hat. Okay. I think so. Maybe when she kills him in the car by throwing yeah. the snake in? I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, and then we have the skull, which features yes. quickly, and the jetpack thing, the, and the, the tie poster. Oh, and even the woman, Nicole, dead. Mm-hmm. And what's the guy with the eye? That's him doing the... Um, oh, yes. Because he's, he's got the president's eye. eye. Um, lighter's on this one. Most lighter. Down here. Oh, Isn't yeah. He? Isn't that lighter? Yeah, that's yeah, lighter. Yeah, lighter. And I think that's like that's him looking down at the uh, pervert on her on the boat. Yes. Oh, hang on, look, this is a good bit of this. It's, see this, first of all, oh, it's got, hit it's Blofeld, got Blofeld in the skull's mouth, as well as what looks like the camera that comes out of the skull's mouth, but which actually turns out to be some sort of gun which is firing the motorbike out. Crazy, crazy yep. talk. But they major don't all major on Connery because this one has a great big picture of Barbara Carrera. Original Bond recalled. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then just some skimpy bikini. Into which is tucked? His ID. Mm-hmm. And a knife. So which is your favourite? I think... They're pretty much all the same after that one. It's just all kind of really looking at the... Uh, Camera. Hit this one. That one? No, you're wrong. It's the Japanese one with just the bikini and his ID tucked into it. That's the best one. I am not a man. Doesn't matter. That's not. That's not from a. That's not from a. a pervy sense. No, that's just from a design sense. I think that's yeah, the best one. So, uh, interestingly, or perhaps not, the Never Say Never Again does not. Never say never again. Does not feature in the 50th anniversary postcard set because it is non-canon. Nope. Although oddly, by that time, the, there was a book for the 40th anniversary that did include it, uh, and also the. 67 Casino Royale, um, because by that time they had settled the the um, court cases that McClory had brought, because he then started to say he had the right, he had, first of all he said he had the right to make films about James Bond, and they said no you don't, then he said, well I have the, uh, I should be being paid, because I helped to co-create the cinematic James Bond, which I think the judge's eventual verdict was, Actually, you probably did, but you've waited far too long to put mm. the claim in. Um, but then by 2013-14, they bought him out. They, they right. bought the rights back, which is why they used Spectre and Spectre and Blofeld and all that kind uh, of see. And they now do own Never Say Never Again. Never Say Never Again. And in the latest big book about all the Bonds, it's in there. Although in a slightly different form than, than all the other uh, articles in the or parts of the book. Um, but it is kind of sort of coming it's in to the canon. You know. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Where do you rate it? Oh, quite down near the bottom. Oh. Is, but is it, is it better than the worst, other than the lowest rated Eon Bond film that mm-hmm. you've done so far? Which is? Which is, on her, which is The Man with the Golden... The Man with the Golden Gun! Yeah, I think it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Is it worse than... James Bond's playing at Casino Royale. No. He came to save the world and we're in the girl at Casino Royale. So you're putting it in there. Yeah. I think I think you seem to enjoy films that you seem to enjoy, you put right down at the bottom. I can enjoy them without them being good. Oh. Okay. Alright, well that's that's where it's gone. Um 
but right. you're wrong, but that's where right, it is. Yeah, this is your choice. <laughs> Not right, but it's your choice. Um, so, uh, we now only have two more films to watch. Do you want to have a hazard a guess as to what those films might be? Oh, I can't remember what we've done last week, let alone <laughs> which ones we've done and which ones we haven't done. All right, well, in that case, you don't have to um, roll oh, the dice anymore. You can just toss a coin. Oh, lovely. To decide. So we will now know in what order we will watch all the films. So, can I tell you, do I get told which what the two films are? And I no, because you'll then have to watch the two. You know which one's heads and tails. I know which one's heads and which one's tails. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Heads. <sighs> heads. Oh. Very interesting, Mr. Bond. <laughs> That's like my catchphrase at this bit. Your catchphrase is at the start of the first part. So you always go, so far, so good. Uh, but go. my catchphrase is very interesting, Mr. Bond. Let's watch that trailer. 007 reporting for duty. Where the hell have you been? Enjoying death. How much do you know about fear? All there is. Not like this. Not like him. She sent you after me, not when you're not ready, not when you will likely die. Mommy was very bad. And you thought they showed you the whole film in the 60s? <laughs> it was quite a long trailer. It was for... Skyfall! Da, 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 da. I don't know this song <laughs> very well. So, but, but I think you are happy that... It it's is a Daniel Craig Daniel one. Craig. Like Which... before he got really old as well. <laughs> but we like old Bond. Because old Bond's films tend to be quite camp and... Fu- oh, I bet no. this one's not going to be It's all about feelings. It? Feelings, yeah. Though the baddie's very good in this. I remember that. All right. So you do remember this film, mm-hmm. having seen it. You actually watched this film while we were doing this experiment. Um, but uh, it was so long ago now that you may as well not. <laughs> I know. I know, but I enjoy it. I'm quite looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing it again. Good. Okay, well, we will be doing that. And hopefully, you, dear listeners, will be... Uh, We'll be joining us for that. Uh, so, with no more to be said, so then all that needs to be said is... Join us next time when there'll be a little bit... There'll be a little bit of him. <laughs> and the quantum. Of Mrs. Bye! Bye.